Hello, and welcome to the Hey Now podcast, brought to you by Visit NC Smokies. I'm your podcast host, Amy Newsom, coming to you from the Haywood County Visitor Center in beautiful Maggie Valley. Today, I'm joined by co-host Ashley Rice and co-chair of the Great Smoky Mountain chapter of the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Joyce Cooper. Welcome, Joyce. Thank you. Today, we're going to talk about all things Elk Fest as we gear up for a big annual event in just a few weeks. Elkfest is a family-friendly event full of live music, local entertainment, craft vendors, educational demonstrations, plenty of activities for the kids, an RMEF elk calling contest, and so much more. Proceeds from the event go to help sustain the growing population of elk that were reintroduced to our area in 2001. Funds will go to support habitat maintenance and create other ways to keep our elk protected and happy. This year's event kicks off Friday, September 30th at 10 a.m. and will run until 6 p.m. But the fun doesn't stop there, folks. (laughs) The festival continues on Saturday, October 1st from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tickets are available for advanced purchase at the Haywood County Visitor Center or day of at the festival gates. Tickets are $5 for adults and children 12 and under are free. And we're happy to have a member of our local RMEF chapter here today to tell us about her involvement with this year's Elk Fest. So Joyce, could you start by telling us about RMEF's mission and what you do with the local chapter here? One of the things that impressed me most about Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation back in 2000 and then earlier than that, like in 1985, 86, was the fact that at that time, like 92, 93% of all funds raised went back on the ground to help animals. It didn't go for administrative costs and expenses and that sort of thing. And that's still true today. I don't know the exact percentage today, but it's it's high like that. Um, I am heavily involved with the elk and with the with the chapter work. Uh, we have an annual banquet that we have in uh, Cherokee at Harris Cherokee Casino. It's always the last Saturday in July, and we have a sold-out crowd now for several years. Awesome. We have uh, 400 people that attend and make donations and purchase raffle tickets and that sort of thing. And this year, our gross was $205,000. So That's I was fantastic. real proud of that. Yes. And I appreciate all the support and help that the TDA people and you guys and uh, Maggie Valley town and people in this location, in this region, have supported us and helped us. Uh, we do also have displays at local events and fairs, the Trout Derby for Children in Cherokee, uh, we go to Sportsman's Warehouse in Asheville when they have events and do a display just to get the word out there. And anybody can contact me if they would be interested in helping or joining the chapter or joining the organization. Uh, my phone number is 828-506-3308. Awesome. Perfect. That's probably more than you wanted to <laughs> You're going to be getting all these calls. Now. I know. <laughs> we do have um, approximately 220,000 members in the United States. That's amazing. Rock Foundation. We have about 500 different chapters, 
and some 11,000 volunteers throughout the United States. So it's a, it's a well-known and, and a very visible organization, and I'm proud to be a part of it. Yeah. Are most states represented yes. in the foundation? Yes. Awesome. Even those states like we were for years mm-hmm. that don't have elk. Yeah. So it's a lot of people interested in wildlife. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I know, you know, just here at the visitor center, that is definitely a top question that we get. Where can we go to see the elk? What other wildlife will we see? Where's the bears? Yes. Where's (laughs) the bears? Um, So yes, that's definitely one of the top reasons people come to visit. Yeah. We had Uh, a lot of, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) We had a lot of great participants in our um, photo contest. We just ran um, beautiful photos of the elk. So that was really cool to see. And the company we went with was surprised that we got so much engagement. We're like, people love their elk. They will post. (laughs) And I like that you did the stories. Yes. The the background for the photo and and why, why it was important to them. So. That's yeah, a good. It was cool to hear the people's stories. Yes, that was probably my favorite mm-hmm. part. Especially, um, we did have an entry from a twelve-year-old who is yeah. just starting their wildlife photography journey, and it was just seeing her caption on there. I mean, it just touches your heart. Yeah. It goes beyond just seeing a picture, and sh- you know, getting them to share their experience was fun to see. And a picture is still worth a thousand words. Oh, yes, Yes. definitely. There were amazing photos (laughs) in there. So, Joyce, will you tell us why Elk Fest is such a special event and its connection to the reintroduction of elk in Cataloochee Valley? I think that probably for me, the number one thing is simply celebration, Mm -hmm. a celebration of a project that when we first began, we didn't know whether it would succeed or not. People said, you want to bring elk back? And <laughs> yes, we did. And yes, we did. And yes, it's been wonderful. And it gives us an opportunity to share our story with um, new people that's never been here or never uh, really known why the elk or how the elk got here. Uh, so it's just a, a wonderful opportunity for us to share as a chapter and an organization and to work along with TDA and Natural Resources over at Cherokee and North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission, all these other organizations that come together to put on this event. It's, it's very special. Yes. And we will have a display booth if you have questions. Uh, come on up and talk to us. We don't hesitate to talk. We're, we're always willing to talk. And our chapter will also be uh, helping with the different activities that's all part of the Elk Fest besides what we're doing. I think that's one of the special things about Elk Fest that I witnessed um, when we had it in 2019, J- the willingness for the different um, entities to come together, work together, the educational component, and just the conversations that happened. I know we received a lot of feedback from people who had booths like NC Wildlife and RMEF about how much conversations and questions that people had 
for the booths. I know, you know, it being the first year in 2019, we weren't sure what to expect. And um, some people didn't even think people would stop by their booth and talk to them. Um, But they were very surprised in what people want to know. They want to be educated and know about what's going on in the community and with the elk and with wildlife. And what they can do to help. Yes. That yes. was that was really amazing. Those those volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about your involvement with Elk Fest this year. Um, could you also tell us about the elk calling contest and how festival attendees can participate in that? Uh, yes. Kim Delosier, uh, who was a wildlife biologist with the Great Smoky Mountains National Park for thirty years. Uh, and helped us as an organization put together plans and proposals and studies, and he did all the work. He did the studies that proved that it was a viable project to to bring elk back to the Smoky Mountains. And he is in charge of the elk calling contest. And I know in 2019, it was a tremendous successful thing on stage with all the little kids. Yes. I wasn't expecting that. I was <laughs> expecting adults who had been out hunting to come in and do their world-famous calling. Yeah, But it was more kids than adults, and uh, it was precious to see them up there with their little calls, and they were trying, and, and they did such a good job. And, and he helped them prior to, for the kids that had, didn't even know what a call was, or how to use it, he was very good in showing them and helping them practice a little bit. We had a lot of calling going on uh, the day before the the actual event, so uh, it was just a fun, a very fun time. Yeah, and I uh, could also say something about the the Great World Tour. For, for yes, yes, please We'd speak to, to that because that, that is That's new coming. for us this year. Yes. If you've never seen, it's a huge tractor trailer full of elk mounts. Some of the largest elk, bull elk mounts in the world as far as that's concerned. But it's just a wonderful display. It's free. You don't have to pay anything to, to see that. Uh, they also have a display on uh, habitat, what kind of habitat's needed for these large animals and for other wildlife. And they have um, a discussion about conservation. What is conservation? What do you need to do at home, if, even if you live in downtown Charlotte? What you should be doing to help with conservation your, uh, all year long? So I would like to encourage people to see this world tour of elk uh, while it's here both days, and it travels all over the United States. So it's it's a very popular, hard-to-get venue for them uh, to be here. So we're really proud and happy that RMEF is supporting that by sending the trailer here this year. Yeah. You won't want to miss it. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. I'm going to have to sneak away from my duties yes. <laughs> one of those days to go and do a tour through it. I'm really excited well, to have that. We won't tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your spot. Yes. I'll, I'll fill in for you yeah. and you go look at the elk. <laughs> okay. So we talked about the elk 
tour that's going to be there. Um, what else are you excited about for this year's Elk Fest? Um, I know that another thing that happened that was very rewarding for the kids was fishing. Yes. So many yes. of them uh, had not ever thrown a hook in the water, and the students and, and volunteers were there to help them bait their hooks and do all that sort of stuff. And, and uh, fishing is is a, a wonderful pastime. I've done it in the past, not recently, but I like to fish in the, the little mountain lakes out west where there's, I don't like the running water. <laughs> but, and that's a, that's a personal thing, I know. But uh, they were over there in that creek just fishing away, and that was great. Yes. Um, I guess for personally, one of the, the biggest things, it's like a, if this event this year, which we didn't get to have for two years because of COVID, um, but if it's like it was in 2019, it was like a homecoming. There were so many people came through and said, oh, we were at the release back in 2001, or we've been to Catalucci every year to see the elk, or we've been to Cherokee to see the elk. And it was just like, hey, you know, yeah. such a such a homecoming-type atmosphere, seeing old friends and reliving the actual day that the elk were released. And I was there that day. I kind of laid out of work. <laughs> <laughs> I took a annual leave day and I spent the day over there and I got to witness it and it was very very special and I guess third would be um, seeing the joy on the faces of the kids and of the parents watching the kids as they experienced the different activities and and learned and and it's and for those schools that need a field trip uh, especially private schools and and kids that are are schooled at home, it's a wonderful opportunity for them to come, especially on Friday, yeah, and yeah. and and use it as an educational outing for the for the kids. So I'd like to encourage that. I love. I'm, that. I'm looking forward to it. I know. Yes. Me too. Me too. Excited. Um, so Ashley, I have a few questions for you too. Sure. Um, having been at the inaugural Elk Fest in 2019. Um, can you tell our listeners about the turnout that you guys had from the first year's event? I think just to reiterate what Joyce said, we had a great turnout. Yeah. Um, you know, with it being the first event, we didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And people were lined up to the street, um, from the gate to the street to get in uh, when we opened at 9 a.m. And the first year, it was only a one-day event. Um Great attendance. People just enjoyed the educational components that we offered, the fishing in the creek, the trout race. Um, so it was a special event, and I'm happy we're bringing it back this year. Yeah, definitely. The best yeah. thing about the festival grounds, too, is once you get in, yes. you don't feel like you're claustrophobic right. or like stuck in there. You can roam around and kind of have your own places to just enjoy the festival. Yes. Yeah. And you're out in the mountain air and the sunshine. Yes. We're hoping for good weather. I know. <laughs> it's knock on wood for that. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Ashley, can you also tease out some of the performers that will be at this year's Elk Fest? Yes. So, not only um, performers, but um, some of the educational 
components that we'll have too that I'll talk about. Um, as far as music and entertainment goes, um, we are going to have Sugar and the Cubes. Um, we'll also have the Bailey Mountain Cloggers, which I'm excited to see them. Um, they come to us from Chapel Hill. Yes, yes. Um, we've got Gin Mill Pickers, New Blue. Um, we talked about the elk bugling contest. So everyone start practicing now. I know Kim <laughs> has promised some great prizes for that. Um, we've got uh, also closing us out on Saturday is going to be Ricky Gunner. So that's going to be exciting. Yes. Um, and Joyce talked about fishing in the creek. So we'll have that going on through the day. They're also going to offer a bug collection, which is interesting. I don't know if I will take part in that <laughs> no bugs <laughs> maybe not... some salamanders <laughs> oh that's even worse anything yeah. slimy <laughs> um we'll have the trout race going on on saturday which was a great turnout last year and for those of you who don't know what the trout race is it's not actual trout <laughs> that we capture in race it's wooden trout that you can purchase a trout and the benefits go to the haywood county water Waterways. Um, so then whoever wins going down the creek, they also get great prizes um, and lots of just different educational components. Friends of the Smokies will be there. NC Wildlife will be there. I've got my list here. Um, the uh, Eastern Band of Cherokee Indian Natural Resources and Fisheries will be there. We've got the Safe Passage Coalition. So if anyone wants to learn about the Safe Passage, um, that is going on, especially for I-40 in the Gorge. Um, please come out and talk to them. Um, also, we have the Haywood County Community College Biology Department will be there. Um, they'll have a booth set up. So if anyone's interested in learning more about biology or taking some biology courses, they will be there. Also exciting, we are bringing back again um, a NASCAR car. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell you which one it is. You're just going to have to come out and to find oh, yeah. out for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so it's exciting. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. And there will be lots of food trucks. Yes. Too, some kettle yes. corn, uh, Wolf Street Bistro, crepes. Yes. All the amazing people we've had on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue. Um, so you won't want to, you won't go hungry while you're at our festival <laughs> for sure. That's true. And crafts. And crafts, and crafts, yes. Lots of amazing vendors. Yes, yes. Yeah. We've seen and previewed some of the craft vendors there, and I'm very excited. I'm going to have to bring lots of money also. Yes. Some <laughs> pocket bar- full of cash. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's only $5 to get in. So That's right. You've got 12 and under spend. free. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Um, so do you all have any tips for festival goers who may not be familiar with the festival grounds or this particular event, anything they should bring or prepare for before they come? Sunglasses, a hat, comfortable shoes, yes, casual clothing, sunscreen. Yes. We will have um, picnic tables um, set up for uh, when you choose to get something to eat. But if you do plan to 
sit in front of the stage and listen to music. You might want to bring a chair and blanket. Um, you can take a break from doing your educational demos and grab something to eat and sit on your chair or blanket. Um, that's always nice to have at the festival grounds. Yes. For those visitors that day that's my age, <laughs> I'm 73, uh, the group from Cherokee, Sugar and the Cubes, they are awesome. You'll recognize all their music, and you can sing along or dance along. Yes. I've seen them at Frog Level, and they've been amazing. Yeah, they're really great. Yeah. get the crowd involved, too. Is there anything else we miss? There's so much packed oh gosh, into two is. days. Yes. <laughs> it sure is a bargain. Yes, definitely. Um, oh, I also wanted to mention the photo contest. We'll have a tent um, set up and the winners displayed as well as a slideshow of some of the participants that participated in this year's photo contest. So you won't want to miss that either. There were some great stories and captions. Um, so that will be a fun little interactive tent. Um, we'll also have an Instagram frame that you can take selfies by the stage with um, and just capture the day. Um, so we'll want you to tag and share photos um, yes. so that we can use it for future things. So um, thank you so much for joining Ashley and I today, Joyce, and telling us a little bit more about the local RMEF chapter and all that you do. We are so excited to have ElkFest back this year and hope that if you're listening to this episode, that you'll join us at the Maggie Valley Festival Grounds September 30th and October 1st. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hey Now podcast today. We enjoyed sitting down with Joyce to talk about the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation and their involvement with ElkFest this year. Until next time, practice your bugles, come to Elk Fest, and as always, remember you're all rock stars. Hey now, you're an all-star.